0: 36 this afternoon and it is Thursday so if like me you're looking towards the weekend and what to do on the weekend, we have some uh, good news for you. If you're an art lover and you're disappointed that Art Basel and Art Central have been cancelled, well don't despair, there are still ways for you to get your art fix in Hong Kong. Andrew Dembina, our reporter, talked to artist Angela Yuen about her exhibition of kinetic and shadow making works which is called The Lost Time Travel Machine and this is an exhibition which is on show at Angela Angela Lee Contemporary Gallery. So let's listen to find out some more.
1: Well, this is the sound of some quite intriguing kinetic art pieces in action in an exhibition that is on until the end of March. That's the sound of a train that's in the title piece of The Lost Time Travel Machine, which is an exhibition by Angela Yoon. I'm standing in front of a piece that is illuminated and projects shadows of black and some colour through them on the gallery walls around it. There are overlapping shadows that look like a projected cityscape of towers and look remarkably like some of the high-rise buildings that we know in Hong Kong. So let's meet the artist inventor of these curious works.
2: Hi. Hi, I'm Angela Yun, a Hong Kong artist. I'm very happy to have you here with me to see the exhibition called The Last Time Travel Machine. The reason why I called it because um, I would like to bring the audience uh, into different parallel universe where different time space combine together and create a unique scenery that combined a different landscape.
1: Right now Around us, we're standing in the middle of the gallery at the moment. There are different landscapes and they remind people of things that have once appeared in Hong Kong. The train noise, when we started, that first piece, tell us about that.
2: So we're standing in front of uh, the work, the lost time travel machine. And this work is different from the previous one with not only toy plastic toys and rotating motor, there is also a train that can produce sound, choo choo. So <laughs> I envision this train is a time travel machine that brings people throughout time space and travel through different time and uh, period. And you can. See see on the projection there is different layer of time space and it becomes more complicated when layer one and layer two combines together there are totally three different layers that can combine and become a complex landscape
1: and to simplify that basically we've got something that looks like a chandelier although it's on a stand and there are circles that are rotating being driven around by motors I don't know if you can hear that, listener. And on those rotating circular tables, and they're projecting with bulbs inside them through pieces of plastic that are stuck on them, these different colored shadows which make up these different overlaps of images on the wall. So we start off with with the time travel machine that we've just been trying to describe to the radio listener. But we move on from there in this exhibition of 13 works into a gallery that really is glowing in color. And some of the pieces of work are not three-dimensional, as the one we just described. Some of them are hung onto wall space that look like an illuminated relief or 3D painting, in a way.
2: This series of work are elements that is uh, disappearing or disappeared in Hong Kong, which include uh, Rickshaw, Queen's Pier, Bird Street, and ice cream, motorcycle. So I want to put some significance and draw the audience attention that actually these elements are still important in this city, in this uh, society as a part of it.
1: You're 28 years old, only five years since you've been graduating. Although you do have a very prolific looking CV, you've been in a lot of group shows. This is your largest solo show and you've had another solo show before. But how did someone of your age and generation come into thinking about reflecting on things like you've mentioned, rickshaws, Queen's Pier the old Bird Street before it was uh, renovated.
2: Well I look up uh, on documentations and documentary and there are some black and white movie and video that show me the street scene in Hong Kong.
1: But how did you even get interested in that to be the subject of your work?
2: Well because when I grew up with old Hong Kong movies, my dad liked to watch 80s and 70s Hong Kong movie with me. So I think that nurtured my interest about uh, the old days, and uh, it also drew my attention with the color and the unique architect that uh, that is so different from the contemporary one.
1: You've chosen to represent them in very bright colors with, with some moving effects. It's just a very interesting way to depict what you're talking about. How did you get into the idea? You studied at Baptist University, visual art as a degree. How did you get into the idea of having these illuminated, shadow projecting, quite colorful pieces of the work?
2: Well, at first I only used black and white projections and then it further developed into colorful LED. Mm -hmm. At first I come up with this idea because I think the audience require some medium in order to see my concept. So I use plastic toys as a medium and then the shadow as a storyteller. So the audience can relate the relationship between these two, how plastic toys create shadows and the shadow is Hong Mm. Kong landscape.
1: It goes deeper than that too, doesn't it? Isn't your use of plastic toys inspired by the fact that Hong Kong used to be a, uh, a toy and plastic maker?
2: Yes, plastic toys can be a very significant symbol of Hong Kong spirit because we used to be uh, the biggest plastic toys ex- mm. exporter in Hong Kong during the 1980s. Hong Kong being a manufacturing city uh, in the old days, it also marked the Hong Kong spirit how the Hong Konger are so working hard uh, in the factory or or all we, we are using are Made in Hong Kong.
1: So, to be clear then to the listener, uh, we're standing in front of the piece which is Bird Street as it was, and there are some metallic plastic bird cages. There's a pigeon, there are a couple of other plastic birds stuck onto a baseboard, and on that baseboard there are other plastic items. I mean, I can identify some of them. There are hair curlers, very brightly coloured green, yellow, pink. There's a toy. It's not a soldier, it looks like a road worker, is it?
2: Yes, it's a road worker.
1: <laughs> right, right.
2: It's a long journey where I collect toys. So it's not, uh, mm. instead of looking for the exact one, I take from my toy collection. Mm. So
1: you, you, have, you have like a palette, an artist's palette yes. of, <laughs> of, of many plastic items. Yeah. Uh, and that's your, that's your storeroom. And then you can apply that to whichever area of Hong Kong Park that you want to and then each piece is on a block that is backlit of acrylic and you've treated it in a special way to give it a glittery effect haven't you
2: yes uh, I use some glitter that is used for nails uh, and then put it all over the resin and acrylic so it creates some depth and texture
1: And moving on now, we're in front of two what look like marbled globes. If you imagine the old-fashioned globe of the Earth, but instead of seeing anything like uh, countries uh, going, going around on a projection inside them, we're looking again at cityscapes on one side. And if I walk around the other side of the marbled surface of the globe, we see the inner workings through clear acrylic. And again, there is a motorised, turning, circular platform through which images are being projected, both internally and on the wall behind. So, these two globes, one is a kind of a light purple color, the other is orange. They're very different.
2: Well, these two work are uh, called The Strangers. And uh, it creates a blinky projection effect. Uh, and then it is similar to your vision when you woke up. Mm. Like when you woke up, it's not too focused and they kind of blurry. Mm. and I want to recreate this effect uh, and this vision because as the city further developed, all the landscape changed so fast and sometimes when you look at it, it seems like you woke up in a strange world.
1: So five years on from when you did your visual arts course at Hong Kong Baptist University, what was your work like then? How did it lead you to this point? And what other mediums have you worked in?
2: Well, uh, when I first graduate, I used found objects as my medium and also my art language and do installation and sculptures. Things that I have used include like um, projection screen, computer, fabrics, hangers as my language Mm -hmm. to deliver my concept.
1: So what comes first for you? Is it the concept or do you look at some materials and think, wow, this would really suit a certain subject? How does it work?
2: Well, the concept start first. I have always been interested in the city value and also the background of it so wherever I go I look at the city and the people and look for the feeling uh, how people interact with each other.
1: Between graduating and now what have been some of your other highlights in terms of exhibiting? Could you give us some examples of some of your other work?
2: Last year I have done another installation using only fabrics and Mm. threads. It is a fabric that has some prints. I have found patterned fabric and undo the fabric into threads. So when you look at it, you can only see patterned made with threads. Uh, it is inspired by door curtain because mm-hmm. in Hong Kong, when we lived in the public housing estate, we can only see like door curtains mm-hmm. along the other in front of each household. And I think that is a, a symbol of uh, privacy. People are so close together that they don't need door. They don't need a gate. They just need a curtain. It inspired me to recreate this in an exhibition space and then display the trust level between me and the audience
1: You remember growing up and seeing these door curtains Do they exist anymore in Hong Kong?
2: They don't exist anymore I seldomly see them
1: Like Bird Street which was renovated and rickshaws that don't really exist apart from for tourist photos these days Again, it's something that has disappeared that you're bringing back to the public's attention
2: Yes also in 2019 which means last year I got nominated in Sovereign Asian Art Award and uh, that is a great support as a young artist to got nominated
1: And finally what do you hope that the visitor will see and feel when they're walking around this exhibition?
2: Well, I hope to bring them into a parallel universe where they can see some disappeared and fading scenes and they will also put some significance or attention to
0: them so they won't disappear.
1: Okay, thanks very much. And it's a very illuminating exhibition.
0: Thank you. And that was artist Angela Yuan, and she was talking about her exhibition of curious, kinetic artwork to 123 Show contributor Andrew Dambina. Well, I'm definitely curious about going to see that. If you want to see it, her show, The Lost Time Travel Machine, is on at Angela Lee Contemporary Gallery, which I believe is in Hollywood Road, and it's on until the end of March.